Come on in, sit back and relax. You're listening to episode 176 of the Wealth Tech Today podcast. I'm your host, Craig Eskowitz, founder of Ezra Group Consulting. This podcast features interviews, news, and analysis on the trends and best practices around wealth management technology. And this episode is part of our ongoing series focused on international wealth tech. And for this, I'll be talking to Jonathan Georges from Equisoft, which is a Canadian-based wealth tech firm. Equisoft has been in business for over 30 years and has built a suite of very useful integrated tools, including investment data research and analytics, financial planning, and CRM. We're going to dive into those in just a second. But if you are an executive of a wealth tech firm that's selling software to RIAs, broker dealers, asset managers, TAMPs, or others in the U.S., then you should run, not walk to our website, EzraGroupLLC.com, and fill out the Get In Touch form on the homepage. Our industry experts can deliver a wide range of advice, including competitive analysis, new product evaluations, market insights and strategy, uh, advice on client buying decisions, integration development services, and more. Every vendor needs these things to be successful, especially when entering new markets. And you can get on the right track by going to EzraGroupLLC.com. A few quick housekeeping ideas or notes before we continue. To learn more about Equisoft, go to the website at equisoft.com. That's E-Q-U-I-S-O-F-T.com. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. All right, now let's kick this thing off. Allow me to introduce our next guest on the program. It is Jonathan Georges, VP of Wealth Management for Equisoft. Hey, Jonathan, how you doing, man? Doing great. Thanks for having me, Craig. I'm so glad you could be here. Uh, where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from Ottawa, Ontario, uh, Canada's national capital. But I should mention that uh, Equisoft's global headquarters are located in the beautiful city of Montreal. Hmm. I love Montreal. I love uh, I love going there to see clients and even going to a little vacation. The old city is beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, especially in the summertime. Especially in the summertime. Winter's a little rough, but I do go up <laughs> for skiing uh, up north. Uh, which is great. Can't wait to get back there. Um, so can you please give us um, the 30-second elevator pitch for Equisoft? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Equisoft is a firm that specializes in the design and development of digital solutions for the financial industry. Um, since the company was founded back in 1994, we've been focused on the insurance and investment sectors. And about 18 months ago, we, we expanded into the pension space uh, through an acquisition of a UK-based firm called Altus. Uh, however, since the company's inception, we've, re we've really had a particular focus on developing tools to help financial advisors grow and manage their practices. And in fact, uh, Equisoft's first product, the V1 of Equisoft Analyze, was, uh, was coded by the company's founder and, and our current CEO. Um, we have a continuously growing team of over 800 uh, team members now spread across six different countries. And in my opinion, this team is a real ideal mix of, of uh, real good balance between the technical expertise and the financial industry knowledge and experience. And we can, we can, we can honestly say that we can understand our clients' needs because a lot of us have already been in their shoes. We're seeing more uh, companies, more innovative product ideas coming from outside the U.S. Uh, into the U.S. market, uh, and Equisoft is just is just one of those firms. What do you see 
um, the benefits of having this international exposure uh, with multiple countries um, in the wealth management space? Well, it certainly gives us um, uh, the opportunity to uh, to expand uh, beyond our borders. Um, I can tell you, for example, uh, uh, being a Canadian-based company, um, we have um, obviously very many Canadian wealth management firms as a, a, amongst our clients. Um, and as, as being Canadian-based organizations, they're required by law in a lot of cases to official ser uh, offer services in both, uh, uh, both English and French. Um, now, this for these, these wealth management firms, that it certainly adds a, a certain level of um, overhead costs. Um, but what we found um, is that once they've got that infrastructure in place with that in, for that multilingual uh, infrastructure in place, the addition of incremental or additional languages uh, is, is, is much easier. So in other words, supporting three or four languages doesn't cost that much more uh, than supporting two languages. Um, so being able to support these different languages uh, helps these wealth management firms and the financial advisors that work for these firms to better serve the specific markets. Um, so one example, one specific example is uh, in, in Western Canada, we have some clients where the firms um, are able to offer services in uh, some Chinese dialects like Mandarin and, and Cantonese. Um, and, and they've started to, they've seen uh, some, some success compared to the competitors that aren't able to offer those services in, in those languages. Um, now, all that being said, I don't know if the economics are in place for firms in the U.S. to widely support, you know, other languages like like Spanish or, or, or Mandarin. But I can certainly say um, that from our perspective, um, we definitely see um, the benefits of a multilingual approach as a technology vendor. So we've built our systems from the bottom up. Um, to accommodate the multiple languages, given where we're located. And that certainly gives us a, a, a leg up in our geographic expansion. That does make a lot of sense. I think U.S. firms are sorely lacking when it comes to multilingual uh, support. And they're going to find that uh, as a benefit when they, when they expand, but also with different communities in the U.S. I think if they had those other languages available, they could... Um, do better at uh, supporting those different communities within the U.S. who, who feel more comfortable in a, a different language. Absolutely. Looking at your overall suite, so you guys have been around for a while. You have a, a suite of products. Can you talk about what they are and what the um, the, the, the main uh, benefits of each one are? Yeah, absolutely. So we've got, uh, well, our Equisoft Wealth Management Suite provides uh, financial advisors with a comprehensive integrated suite of, of tools. Uh, and each of these components of the suite can be leveraged uh, as, a, as a standalone solution as well. But to give you a sense of what's included in this overall suite, uh, we've got our advisor CRM uh, called Equisoft Connect, um, Equisoft Plan, our financial planning uh, tool, Equisoft Analyze, as I previously mentioned, uh, the, the V1 of which was what founded Equisoft back in 1994. That's our investment proposal solution that offers um, portfolio design and, and analytic capabilities. Uh, and I should also add that just a couple of days ago, we acquired a, um, a Canadian company called Compu, uh, CompuOffice Software, whose flagship product called LifeGuide provides advisors with um, 
multi-quoting comparison tool for insurance products. And our intention is to tightly integrate that product within our, our CRM suite uh, to, to make the life of the uh, Canadian financial advisor uh, even easier. Uh, I should also mention that outside our advisor suite of products, we also um, offer products for asset managers where we have um, a, a digital sales enablement platform for investment product wholesalers, as well as a managed service uh, for the production of uh, fund fact sheets. That's excellent. I think it's uh, helpful to have these products in, the, in these parallel categories between asset management and wealth management, because it gives you a very, uh, I think it gives you a lot of insights into how each one works and, and you can share that, that data across between different firms in those spaces. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. We, we've, we've certainly seen that in terms of our product development efforts where we see um, feedback that we receive in one category of product um, reflected um, in our other products um, for, for a different audience. And with your, your three products, the analyze, the plan, and connect, let's, let's just talk about connect a bit. So that is a CRM application. And we really like what we, we saw of the product, especially some of the integrations and some of the workflows. Can you talk a little bit about how your CRM is a little bit different um, and how it compares to CRMs that are already uh, available in the US? Absolutely. So I'd say some of the features that help our, our CRM stand out are features like our our deep integration, email integration with uh, Microsoft uh, 365 and, and Google. Uh, we also offer a, a very unique uh, time tracking feature within within the application. And uh, last but not least, I, I would say our, our dashboard that allows uh, users to customize the selection and the placement of different uh, widgets really help the, 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 our, our CRM solutions stand out. I should also mention um, in the particular to the Canadian market, uh, one of our key value-added features, in addition to the ones I, I already spoke about, um, are, are what we call our gateways or our data integration points. Uh, we are clearly a, a market leader in the Canadian space when it comes to client data feeds uh, for insurance products and, and investment products. And this is, is not a new product. You've got a uh, very good traction with this product. Uh, over 15,000 national advisors and over 20,000 insurance agents are using the Connect product. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. And I think that's interesting because we're seeing more advisors adding insurance products to their mix and more insurance agents moving into wealth. So having a CRM that can support both, I think, would have a bit of an advantage. We believe so, absolutely. And that's been our experience to date in the Canadian market. Especially with access to insurance forms and uh, different carriers. Yes, and exactly. And and with, uh, as I was mentioning before, the, with the addition of this uh, LifeGuide product, uh, it even, it takes it to the next uh, next level. So within our CRM, the intention is to be able to get uh, multiple quotes, for example, from, from different carriers, all, all, all within our CRM experience. Yeah, that's unique. I don't know anyone who does that. I know there's firms working on building those types of quotes into the financial planning tool. But uh, it seems like there'd be an advantage for some advisors who are more sales focused to have that inside the CRM. Can you talk about how that works? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I should mention as well that um, the our financial planning tool has a deep integration with our CRM as well. So the 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 advisor can go back and forth between the two. So if there is a need, for example, within the financial planning tool uh, to establish a, a need, for example, for a life insurance policy, um, there is the ability to go and uh, and and determine the exact need uh, in terms of uh, a face value, and then obtain various quotes from different um, uh, from di from different carriers. Yeah, it seems super valuable, um, especially being able to compare different policies. Because one of the things we we know is that it's it's some of these policies are so complicated. Even the illustrations that the insurance companies provide don't help advisors or agents understand the difference. So having a tool that can show them side by side provides much much better benefit and understanding of which product is best for your client. Absolutely, and 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 you know today we've been discussing, for example, the the insur insurance side, but we've had a long-standing history of also providing um, a ton of information on the investment side as well. So uh, pulling in client uh, investment investment data, uh, as I mentioned before, in our analyze product, we run a, a number of different analytics. Uh, so every every security every holding within the cl client's portfolio, whether it be a mutual fund, uh, uh, an ETF, or individual security. Uh, we have third-party data feeds coming into our application that allows us to run a number of different analytics on that investment portfolio as well. So uh, historical performance, risk metrics, drawdown numbers, um, you name it, it's it's included in our analyze solution, which is part of that, that holistic package that we offer. Yeah, I think it's definitely unique that you have those capabilities all under one roof. <clears throat> There aren't many firms that have, I don't know anyone who's got investment data and CRM and financial planning um, all together. So that seems like a, a big benefit for advisors that, that want to have all those and be able to move seamlessly between them. There is definitely a benefit of the integrated solution, um, but also, I, as I mentioned, these uh, uh, are also available as standalone uh, solutions for those that want to kind of mix and match from different vendors. Indeed, and that's always good to have the, the benefits. So they can they can try one application and then they can also see you've got other things and maybe bring that in at some point down the road. Absolutely. What about mobile? We're seeing a lot more demand for mobile functionality. Are, are, is your serum available on mobile? Yes, it is. Our, our CRM is, is available uh, in, a, in a native mobile app. Uh, so for our other pieces of the suite, um, we don't see as much need for for mobile solutions. Obviously, if like a financial planning solution or a portfolio design and analytics, you're not necessarily going to do on a uh, on a phone. But there is certainly a need for uh, CRM functionality through a mobile device. Oh, indeed. I mean, more advisors are are uh, now they're traveling again, or they're even you know, so they might, might only have their phone available, and being able to have that information. Uh, is uh, is important at their fingertips, and you support both um, Apple and uh, Android. Correct. Yes, that's important. And and how how fast is the synchronizing? Is it is it real time synchronizing? So if I'm ed editing something, I'm in the field. Um, people back in the office will see it right away. Real time synchronization. Uh, synchronization. Yes, that's awesome. I think we we definitely need that. It's definitely something important. Let's switch to uh, more general trends. What are some of the, the trends you're seeing with, with your experience, with your wide um, uh, variety of products and with having um, 
different um, categories of products across different um, industry industry sectors. What are some of the trends you're seeing around wealth management technology? So I see kind of three main themes, I, I guess, in the in the wealth tech uh, space. And I don't think any of these are going to be a, a big surprise to you, but uh, you know they are. I can I can see from real life experience that uh, that that these are in fact uh, uh, trends that are are, are quickly evolving. Um, so the first one is all around the omni-channel client experience. So you know the 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 seamless and effortless high quality client experience between the different contact channels that an advisor a client may have with their advisor whether it be an in-person interaction over the phone or digital, uh, digital interactions. Um, and these, from what I've seen, is really driven by the experience that they have in other sectors, right? The, the, the consumer is, is used to having everything on demand when, when they want it, how they want it. And that is their expectation for, uh, for the, uh, either realistically or unrealistically for the financial services industry. Um, so I, I see a lot of financial institutions that are looking to integrate and combine different technology solutions, either from one vendor or multiple vendors, to create that, I, what they view as that ideal client experience. Uh, the, the second theme I would say is all around um, AI-based technologies. So I saw a couple of uh, stats recently that came out from from Gartner, for example, that that say that over 60% of financial institutions uh, have deployed or intend to deploy AI and analytics technology over the, over the next 12 months. And over 80% of the uh, financial institutions intend to increase their AI spending over the next two years. So I, that's definitely an area where we see uh, a big um, uh, potential, big potential for growth. And the question a lot that often comes up with AI-based technologies is, well, how is this going to be used and where is it going to be used? And we really feel that, especially within our suite of products, that the, the best use case for AI-based technologies is going to be, going to be in the, the determination of the next best, next, next best action uh, in terms of uh, from, from the financial advisor's perspective. So that whether that's like a sales oriented opportunity in terms of positioning a product uh, based on the an analysis of the, the client's history, uh, or is it next best action in terms of their financial planning needs? Um, uh, so there's a number of different uh, number of different use cases we see there. And then the third kind of general theme that, that I'm seeing quite frequently is all around uh, digital process automation. So, um, you know, what I'm talking about there are all the areas around client onboarding, account onboarding, document management, digital signatures, and client um, bill uh, client bill pay solutions. Um, so, I, th I think a recent stat that I saw is like more than three quarters of financial institutions intend to increase their client lifecycle spend over the next uh, over the next two years. So, that's definitely another area of growth that that we're seeing. Those are great areas. Let me go back and roll it back to the first area. Talking about an omni-channel client experience. That's something we are seeing a lot of firms doing and building out. But what, what are some of the, the pitfalls? Like if you're a vendor and you're trying to build out this omni-channel experience, or better yet, you're a, a wealth management firm and you're looking for a vendor and they how do you how do you ensure that they've got what you're looking for and got what you need? And they're not just saying they've got omni-channel, but it really is. What, what should they be looking for? 
Well, one thing for sure that I've noticed is a lot of wealth management firms are are focused on the on the design or the client the, the client experience from a design perspective. And when that is the primary driver, uh, I've seen some wealth management firms opt for design firms instead of technology first firms um, when um, when engaging. The third-party vendors to help them with uh, with this omni-channel experience, and and the benefit there is that obviously they're getting a, a slick um, you know slick interface, a, a slick user experience. But where it all falls apart is in the connection to the back ends, right? So these a lot of these design firms have a lot of experience with the design, but don't understand the complexities of all the integrations that that have to happen in the background, that the the plumbing, if you will. Um, so, uh, I, we've seen, a, you know, in, in all transparency, we've, we've, we've lost a few, um, RFPs to design firms when it comes to building that omni-channel experience. And in the vast majority of cases, they come back later and say, well, we dropped the ball. We picked the wrong, uh, supplier because, um, they didn't understand our business. Um, and so that's, that's one pitfall I would certainly suggest wealth management firms try to avoid. Because it can end, it can end up being a very time-consuming and, and costly um, mistake. That is costly. Many firms think that they don't see the full value or the full cost of building software. They think, "Oh, we can build this in X number of months, and we'll have it," not realizing that there's a lot more to it, and you're basically supporting that software forever yourself, and you ha- you're not getting all the insight you'd get from buying from a third-party vendor that's bringing in consolidating ideas bug fixes, features from hundreds of other clients. And continually, continually enhancing that platform as well, right? Um, they, a lot of uh, wealth management or financial institutions think it's kind of like a one and done type of investment, um, uh, one-off uh, investment, but uh, that, that means that the platform is not evolving over time. Uh, whereas licensing or subscribing to a, a solution from a vendor that's dedicated to doing that um, obviously has that that benefit of continual enhancement. Jumping to your second point, uh, artificial intelligence. What are what is Equisoft's plans for building in AI into your different tools? Got a number of different plans. Uh, so I'll give you an example on our for our CR, CRM solution. We've already got. Um, um, a concept in production with one of our clients that is optimizing um, campaign uh, management for for advisors. So what happens is um, the uh, in this in this case it's done for a particular uh, carrier, an insurance carrier, where they've got a campaign that's that they want to where they want to promote a specific new product. Um, and, and through our CRM, it will scour through the, the, uh, the database and find the optimal target audience for that, um, um, for that campaign, automate the, 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 the release of that campaign, the emails that go with it, and the follow-ups, et cetera. So that, that's just one example. Um, I'll give you another example of um, AI-based technology that we've recently implemented uh, through a product we call My Financial Benchmark. Um, which is a tool that allows in, uh, investors or the or the, or the the consumer to uh, benchmark their financial health against their peer group, so they can go visit the website, enter a few um, pieces of information about themselves in terms of their you know their age, 
their region, the region that they live in, uh, and a little bit more information about the, the amount of savings that they have, um, their insu current insurance coverage, et cetera. And the, uh, the tool will uh, find a, a common peer group, uh, uh, assign them to a specific peer group, and then benchmark them against that peer group on a number of different um, uh, data points, like the, their savings rate, like their insurance coverage, um, uh, like their, um, their spending, their spending habits, et cetera. And that's all, all that is driven um, through the collection of data um, into a data lake and then the processing of that data through AI-based technologies. It sounds like a valuable tool that can help um, do lead gen as well for advisors. Absolutely, yeah. And moving on to digital process automation, those are some very important areas, new account opening document management, digital signature. And with 75% of financial institutions increasing their, their life cycle spend, there's tremendous opportunities in all those areas. How many of these digital process automation areas does Equisoft support and which ones don't you support and, and are, are you going to be building out those additional ones? So the ones I, we've... We, I listed previously, so client onboarding, account onboarding, document management, digital signatures, we, we already cover in, um, in our products. The one area where we have not, um, uh, where we have, where we have not tackled is, is the client bill pay solutions area. Uh, and that's just a, a, a result of there not being a big demand amongst our, our client base, but it's certainly something we're keeping our eyes on going forward. Yeah, we've seen a fair amount of bill pay, but it's usually in the higher end. High net worth clients, absolutely. Yeah, they, they tend to have a lot more bills to pay and can benefit from the automation, whereas the rest of us don't seem to have that that problem. So I think we've, we've covered everything. Um, is there anything I didn't ask you? Uh, not that I can think of. Good. Covered all. Fantastic. Jonathan, where can people find more information about Equisoft? A lot of uh, all the information can be found at Equisoft.com. Fantastic. Jonathan, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Hey, it's Craig again. Here are my top three takeaways from this episode. You really should check out Equisoft's Wealth Management Suite. There are three tools now analyzed for investment analytics planning for financial planning, and connect for CRM. I really like their integration with uh, their life guide tool, which uh, supports multi-quoting comparisons for insurance, especially if you're an insurance agent that's uh, adding wealth management services or a financial advisor that also offers insurance. You want to take a look at this because they've got some interesting workflows that are very uh, insurance specific and the ability to launch analysis of a client's needs in the insurance uh, space and then actually purchase life insurance all through the CRM, I think is a game changer. Number two, US wealth management firms and fintechs need to think about multilingual support, especially if they're going outside the US for clients or even inside the US for different communities that might be more comfortable speaking a different language. Uh, as, as Jonathan mentioned, their platform is built from the ground up for multilingual. So a lot of fintechs uh, in our space have not done that, so but they need to think about it now and start building out this capability. So when the time comes that they need to add a second language, whether it's French or Spanish or even Mandarin Chinese, they will be able to do that. 
Third, artificial intelligence, machine learning, and other AI tools are really um, changing the way nature of wealth management in our industry. We're seeing more and more firms launch real AI tools. Not uh, there's some firms that out there that say they're AI and they're really not. It's just a big rules engine. It's not really AI. Uh, you really want to focus on firms that have the AI because those tools are going to be much more intuitive and deliver much better results. I like their My Financial Benchmark tool. I think clients need more understanding of where they fit in around uh, in their peer groups. It's going to give them ideas. It's going to give them understanding of things they should be doing because their peers are doing it. And oftentimes, um, people want to know more about what their peers are rather than a, an authority figure. So their advisor telling them to do something, they may ignore them, but seeing what their peers are doing may get them to do some right things and nudge them in the right direction. All right, you've made it to the end of another episode of the Wealth Tech Today podcast. Please go to our website, EzraGroupLLC.com and scroll to the bottom of the homepage and sign up for our newsletter. Once a month, you will receive an email chock full of wealth management goodness, news, information, analysis, and links. You will not be disappointed. Thanks again for listening and talk to you all again next time. <music>